from Brooklyn, New York. I am your host, Marquis Devereaux, bringing you a show about politics. We are hitting from left, right, and center. Today in the news, the subject is impeachment, conflicts of interest in our government. I have to refer to the CNN and Fox News going back and forth and back and forth, but the bottom line is, is that if you turn on your television, you're actually able to see former ambassador Maria Yankovic on TV giving testimony. Let me introduce the people that we have in our audience. I have Joni Martinez. Hello. She is a media personality of Haitian and Puerto Rican descent. You tell me that you're an independent producer from Brooklyn, right? Mm -hmm. All right. That's what I am. And we were so glad to have you on the show yesterday and the day before. I know. It's been fun, hasn't it? It has been fun. And I was telling I was telling Miss Joni that as a woman she's she's sort of polite and demure and we need her to be more aggressive. We need you to be the Hillary Clinton, the Ann Coulter, the uh Candace Owens, the um the Shirley Chisholm. Okay, cool. Oh, okay, I could be cool. Shirley. Okay. Let me tap my inner Shirley. And then um my sister is a person, she describes herself as a progressive, and then I move over to Mr. Luke Moon. I call him my planetary opposite. He, we think that he, he calls himself a Republican, but we think he's a libertarian that is in the closet. <laughs> he has a master's in um, economic development and also political development. He has been to 45 countries, and he is a person that is all about, you should have the right to carry a gun, I don't need the government in my business, and not every white man is a racist. Luke, what do you have to say for yourself? I would accept both of those premises. Both? But I mentioned three. Okay, all three. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. And we also had Miss Joni Martinez say about Luke Moon that she could actually grow to like him. Well, and actually, no, I, now that I think what the third one was, I'm not a libertarian. I'm not a libertarian. No, but we I, said we said. I know, but I'm not even a closet libertarian. I know enough about libertarians to be like, I just it's a that's a bridge too far for me. Okay, but it you, threw me you under actually the bus but you too actually many used, times. you actually used to write a blog with a left leaning person. No Republican would be caught dead doing that unless her name is Susan Collins. Come on, it's it's no, it's because listen, I I love having conversations with people who think differently than me. Okay. Right, the left love to say about reaching across to the other and hanging out and you know being one with you know getting to know the other air quotes there. And ah. listen, no one, I, I've I've yet to have a left leaning person come up and and say let's go have a beer together. But let's I've done it a ton together. of times. Well, I'm a little bougier, so we can have a cider or a glass of wine or a sparkling wine. But anyway. We're moving now um, to my final guest. You guys have heard him on our show before, uh, author, professor, um, historian. He comes up with the facts and figures. If he is on the microphone, you will be paying attention and taking notes. Mr. Kirk Adair, who is educated from Cambridge University in the United Kingdom, and he is now here to discuss impeachment, conflicts of interest, and all that good stuff. Uh, you sort of know that today's topic is going to have you on fire, right, Kirk? Probably. Probably. What, 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 what is the thing that gets under your skin the most about this whole impeachment process right now? The lack of it. 
the right. slowness with which they are that they are crawling toward this situation. I mean, if it if it had been if it had been the Obama administration, the Republicans would have been uh, they would have been steaming up in arms. The media would have had it daily. They would th this would have been this would have taken place a year and a half ago. Well, I'm glad you mentioned Obama because Obama wasn't impeached and he didn't have any scandals hanging over his head. At all. But I'm going to back up furious. here. Fast and Furious. What? Well, oh, not, come on. That not, was like that. Yeah, that investigation was like what for like 27 different passing periods. Passing off a bunch of guns to the cartels. Iran Contra deal. Iran no, no, contra deal. No, and do not. Well, the thing is that yes, it happened under the Obama administration. Who, in fact, ex and again, if you're talking about Iran contra deal, who was actually behind that? Who was behind that? It was it. it you had a sitting president, yes, and he was labeled with it, but it was not. But but Reagan wasn't forced with impeachment. So let's go back to the presidents. Richard Nixon, Watergate, resigns in absolute uh, re resigns in absolute turmoil. <laughs> Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky, what's the big deal about getting semen on a blue dress? Listen, if I thought that God could keep me wealthy and with the money I was making in the in, in the '90s, I would give you a blowjob, okay, Mister mm. Clinton? Mm. Um, anyway, but we are now discussing Donald Trump. Donald J. Trump. Luke Moon, give me your thoughts. Uh, Pro impeachment or against it? No, I'm. Uh, listen, impeachment was going to happen. Is going to still going. Mean, they're going to impeach him. The House is going to impeach Trump. It's going to go to the Senate, and the timing of the, of when the trial hits the Senate is going to is going to blow up in the Democrats' faces. And that's where we're at right now. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you think that there is no basis for impeachment? No. All right. So I'd like to come back here. Um, Kirk Adair made a mention of what is taking so long. Um, let's discuss bribery, obstruction of justice, abuse of power, election meddling, Presidency for profit, contempt of Congress. Impeachable offense? All of them, yeah. All of them. Impeachable offense? And emoluments yeah, is a huge, you know, the What was the last one? Emoluments. Oh, I don't even know what that means. I'm going to have to pull out my dictionary. Where's Google when I need it? <laughs> Gifts and funding. Gifts and funding. Are you, are you talking about the Russians again? Partially. The I'm Mueller report? The Saudi. No, I'm talking about the Saudis. You went off to Saudi Arabia. Oh. And uh, not only the deals for the Saudis with his building in Manhattan, constantly, okay, um, and God only knows what's on that secret server with uh, uh, MBS, who is just almost, you know, and I hate to use a Christian term, the Antichrist, the oh. character who's the... the uh, well, Trump is a Christian, why the you... Sultan of, of, uh, he's not. The Sultan of uh, Saudi Arabia... The minute he picked up that sword and danced around with that necklace, the big bling, okay, that was not an accident. That means he was accepting a Saudi order of knighthood. No one can do that without the appropriate uh, vote of Congress or the Senate. No one can accept that. For instance, um, Kissinger, uh, Bush Sr., Bush Jr., they were all made Knights of Malta, an international order of chivalry. Okay, but that was voted on by Congress and it was allowed. It was 
pushed into a bill, and so they're allowed to consider themselves. No one can accept any foreign order of knighthood and be an American citizen. He accepted it. He has the chain. He has the star. He has the sash. He is technically, um, technically. of the fraternity because it's exactly like accepting a European order of knighthood. You can't do that. Eisenhower was a member of the British order, oh, the order of the British Empire. He could not be a knight. Trump okay, has been knighted by the Sultan of Saudi Arabia. That's what that meant. Okay, and see. it was totally ignored by the press. No one has picked it up. I mean, aside from the fact that they buy all of the stuff in his buildings, you know. <laughs> uh, and the other thing, the, 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 he won't release his taxes because his taxes are tied to funding in Germany, okay, from Deutsche Bank and, the, and in Switzerland because the, the account that Hillary had... Uh, the account of the Russian oligarchs that Hillary had frozen in Switzerland is directly tied to Putin. To, is directly tied to Putin. He is the largest holder in that. All the other Russian oligarchs have their money in that stock thing, and that was the money that funded Trump to bail him out, and that is why he's working to do what he's doing. I'm going to interject here because you're talking about the Russians, and when you talk about the Russians, there's a need to talk about... Uh, who the Ukraine? Whoa, the name just uh, slipped me there. And then, of course, the, there's the annexation of Crimea, um, the Crimea, Crimea. Crimea. Uh, crime. I'm black, so I, I, I try, probably try to avoid the word. Unfortunate but, connection. Uh, yes. That's so um, the former ambassador to Ukraine is currently uh, testifying in Congress. Mm -hmm. uh, she is being vilified online on Twitter by our commander-in-chief. Uh, her name is Maria Yakovich. There are four-star generals that are coming to Congress. They are testifying in full military regalia. They are being vilified on Twitter. I gotta say, anybody who works in Twitter in California, this is the main reason that I do not use Twitter anymore, because if you don't block this guy, I have no idea. But what is happening? Career diplomats, diplomats that represent the United States, are suddenly not good enough for the job. Positions they've had for years. Four-star generals, we're not respecting our military, we're not respecting our vets. Is that very Republican? Well, I don't, I mean, it seems to me when I watch the impeachment hearings, I hear, I, I'm watching the complaint of the Human Resources Department of the, of, of the executive branch of the U.S. government, what like this like the the diplomats don't like the the, the direction that that Trump was wanting to go with his policies, right? And so they every single one of those guys that has gone up so far has basically said we don't agree with the policies, and so we sought to un, we we didn't agree with him, so we we, they we did our own thing. But they have moral there's compass. There's a moral compass. Or, or or they are they see that they see it's Russia as no, they see Russia as they, they built their entire careers on on Russia being bad, uh -huh. right? And and Trump is like, are they really that bad? I mean, it was. You, however, you still need Russia because Russia is part of this planet. No, but Russia is like Russia's. Well, you don't Russia's need nothing. Russia is like Russia. Russia's the GDP nothing. of Russia is the same as Italy, right? Is Italy like 
So why Busting are we balls? so? No. So why have we been so afraid of them for the past forty years? Why are we? Because there not? was a point in which they were our main adversary. Uh -huh. They are not anymore, and we're playing. We're playing old school. Uh, statecraft as if they still are but we have a free nation yeah, well, that's yes no. we have a free nation that's trying to come into the European Union of uh, the Western world of free states and suddenly so a, a foreign adversary comes in and takes part of the land and said this is now ours no but but they're not the a problem. Ukraine, no, the you Ukraine, said. no, they are a problem. I'm not saying that Russia is not a problem, but I'm not saying like they're also the worst problem in the world and our main obstacle in, in of conflict in of all of our potential adversaries are not number one. Re, listen, who is number Ukraine, one then? Yeah, I mean China. Continue. Okay, but let me go back to Ukraine, Please. right? Can I? Uh, because like so, Ukraine. In the if you look at the polling, look at the elections they've had over the last. 20 years. Ukraine's basically split in half. Correct? You have Eastern Ukraine, which wants to be aligned with Russia, right? And you had a bunch of, I mean, the, what, I mean, the reason that you, Russia annexed or conquered or took over Crimea was, be, I mean, they made the excuse, well, we have Russians there, we need to protect them. It was terrible. I like, but who, under whose administration did uh, Russia uh, oh, no. conquer? Please don't say Barack Obama because I'm not saying it. Bill Clinton, a... are you going to say that? Are you no, going to talk about actually... Hillary's emails? No, I'm just saying. Like, if it was, if it all of a sudden we we are caring about Crimea and Ukraine, and like, like it suddenly it becomes this big deal, okay. right? Because, but but before, let me let me finish my point. My point was half of Ukraine wants to be part of Russia. Half of Ukraine wants to be part of Europe. And that election for prime minister and president of Ukraine has gone between those two sides. I followed this issue quite heavily in in for for many years and I'm like I'm not I'm not making this stuff up, right? Like this is Did you I, follow the memo? Yes, I read the memo. Okay, read, which was not a transcript, it was a memo. And the memo has our president pushing someone back into a corner saying I need basically a quid pro quo uh, where funds were being withheld. So the, the issue that I have with Republicans is that everything that is great, they want to take credit for. But everything that seems to have some type of nuance of, 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 of stank to it, it was Barack Obama. It was, but he's not in office anymore. No, I agree, but, but why didn't we care about Ukraine? When, when the Russians conquered Crimea? Well, the last time I checked, that biracial president was actually holding Russia accountable by removing diplomats from the United States for trying to violate our elections. And Russia was kicked out the G8. Right, but what was, but, but who, and what was the, what was the legislation that they were being, that, that the sanctions were for? McKinsey Act, right? Oh, well, I... Right, the McKinsey Act Kirk was, would know better than me. The McKinsey he, Act was what, like, those Russians came to try and persuade, like, they, they, were, they were trying to get their names off those sanction lists. Mm -hmm. And did Trump take their names off the sanction list? No. Well... He didn't. Well... So, so you have a, you have a, you have, you have a non-story that has been, that the, the Russian, the Russian story... Is is the Democrat equivalence of the birther stuff, okay. right? The birther stuff was crap from day one. That was not true, and the fact that you had even people as high as Donald Trump that were promoting it is is despicable. Well, can't but the you fact that you have 
the fact that you have an obsession with Russia over is is like is from day one. That was the the thing that they pegged Trump with, and and the goal was on both sides was to show that the current president that was elected by the population of America is illegitimate. That what was the population? purpose of the electoral college. He's president on a technicality. Sorry, I just have to put that out there. Right. Oh because no, you're not the, putting it out no, there. No, that's the, that's the, reality. Yeah. It is. No, out the there. electoral college was set up so that nothing would ever change. It was set up by the Founding Fathers on the same idea. They took that from the Electoral College of the Holy Roman Empire, which meant that there were only certain people who were allowed to vote for the emperor. And when the Habsburg family took over, it became a rubber stamp. And that's basically what the, what the Founding Fathers have used. It's the way that the Founding Fathers and slaveholders were able to control the country as long up until the 1860s uh, because there were plenty of people that wanted uh, uh, New Englanders particularly. Uh-oh, I'm uh, talking about Boston. I love my Patriots. Who were, who... Um, we mean the football team folks, not, not those not those Beginning with voters. John Adams, who was only president one term. And John Adams. I, went, was, I grew up in that I town. Can I finish this? You may. But I just want you to know I grew up in Massachusetts. Well, we're just all town. delighted. We're all jumping up and down here. <laughs> Could somebody open a, a Sam Adams? I mean... Okay. No Don't intended. make it light. Okay, just make it a full sentence. Right, keep going. I want to hear. It. I want to hear where this goes. Um, the electoral college was set up by the founding fathers in order to to maintain the power structure as it was, so that regardless of what the popular vote did, the financial interests behind the scenes could still control the way the vote went, and they they very seldom only when the popular vote is immense and the electoral college is heavily leaned on and the financial interests back it, will it go that way? Um, and the, the situation, the Democratic Party with uh, Hillary Clinton and, and the shenanigans that she pulled with her electors and special electors and all of that, Sanders basically should have been running. But, but she foxed them in such a way financially that she kept Sanders because Sanders rally. Oh Lord, Luke, in, Luke is not, not in his head. He's Sanders would have won. Sanders would have won. Yeah, Sanders would have won. Sanders rally in in Washington Square in the city was immense. They had to have they had to have massive screens going all the way over to Eighth Avenue in one way, well beyond Broadway into the East Village. When Hillary came and spoke, they barely got. Uh, Washington Square filled, and then she went around, you know, with 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 her personality of, you know, I'm an iceberg, you know, I, I've I've met her. She the only person colder mm. than Hillary Clinton was Nancy Reagan. Now wait a minute, Whoa. as a Democrat, are you anti-Hillary Clinton? I was well, that answered that the question. Be careful oh, with that. That's a, that's, you answered the question. Your lack of response the question. No, I'm not against Hillary in a position of, uh, say, Secretary of State. I'm not in. in uh, I'm not anti a woman in any position, including President of the United States. However, not. Hillary and Bill had far too many ties to international interests that were pulling strings through their foundations, which, which should eventually be investigated because the minute they started to investigate them, um, 
they started closing in every single country in Europe. Boom. Clinton Foundation closes in Norway. Boom. Clinton Foundation closes in Spain. Boom. Clinton Foundation closes in Austria. And why? Because they were tied to child trafficking. Now let's go. Oh, no. Please, 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 please. Don't go back there because we've already got people on the right saying Jesus that Christ. Hillary Clinton. I don't Clinton, know. But I don't laugh no. I know it. You, right. No, but no, Hillary, no, I agree. No, I'm totally there with you. I'm just are you? Because, because you have people saying that Hillary Clinton was trafficking children out of a pizza shop. Where does That's this come from? I didn't want that, to go. Wait a minute. I didn't, I didn't want, want to go, to go there because now what you've done is you've hit Epstein. Oh, goodness. Goodness gracious. Okay. Can so we just leave him in let, the cold? Let's let, 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 let me go back to Luke because he might be the voice of reason in this moment. Okay. So, Luke, two more associates have been imprisoned this week on the Republican side. Names like Roger Stone, Epstein, um, um, Rudy Giuliani. What 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 is your thought on what's happening? Talk about this 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 revolving <laughs> door. This is this is this is like a bad concert at a punk rock uh, situ uh, at a punk rock outdoor venue where no one has enough ecstasy. So they decided to do cocaine and heroin, and this is what we've ended up with. Wow. Okay. Um, so, so let me first say mm -hmm. that uh, there's a, there's a famous saying. Actually, it's attributed to Stalin, but it doesn't. It wasn't actually him who said it. Uh, show me the man, and I'll show you the crime. So I think there's a lot of that going on with this administration, okay. right? Yeah. Like on on the there's a couple of guys that I think who who have been who have been trumped up on. No pun intended. Oh no! I didn't mean that. I literally oh, didn't mean no. that. But and I and I, and I have not followed uh, the Roger Stone issue. The dude looks kind of whack to me, and and like I I'm not the like preeminent uh, uh, apologist for the Trump administration. But no, I don't use well every everything before this but is bullshit. So I don't <laughs> use that. Um, Therefore, I'm waiting because I, I want to know at what point do we stop blaming HR for all of the problems and do we finally start looking at the CEO? Right. I don't think, but I don't think that this, that, that if there is an impeachable offense, that this is the spot. Okay. So if I there, don't think that, if so, there is so an listen, impeachable listen, offense listen, audience, so we, we, we asked about bribery, obstruction of justice, abuse of power, election meddling. Like suddenly bribery is the, is the new one. Like the bribery came up this week. Because but you said pro, you read the memo. Because quid pro quo uh, failed on the, on the polling. And now bribery has been tested and it seems to not be going anywhere. Literally that woman, the, the, the woman who was the, who was the diplomat, the ambassador, was asked Maria Yakovich. Yes. was asked explicitly, did uh, Trump commit bribery? She explicitly said no. She was asked, did, do you believe that Trump committed any crime? She explicitly said no. So Maria, Were yes. we watching the same program? Because what I watched is that she was saying that she was being threatened that she was being forced out because the procedural the the procedural protocol was not taking place they wanted her out no they did want her out they wanted her out because she she was she was she didn't agree with the president she was an she was an ambassador that was held over from the obama administration i didn't say that and and she didn't agree with what the 
president's position was, right? And so she was removed because she didn't agree with the president. All ambassadors serve at the, at the pleasure of the president, right? Like, you know, I mean, I, I, I know you don't like it when I bring up Obama into this, but when Obama took power from Bush, he fired every ambassador under the Bush administration. Fired so, them, 100% so, of them. So, I, and, right? I, and, so, I, and I can so appreciate so that. Trump did not do that. I can appreciate he that. He just didn't until, fill any positions. There are plenty of countries that just do not have an ambassador. He prefers to be the ambassador. No, he actually is because the, all the, the political appointees are being held up in, in the Senate. Okay, that, like that's a, the explanation y'all The Senate. The Senate are the Republicans. Republicans. So you're saying With political... Mitch McConnell and, as their Right, king. but it is. But you have to have... They, there's, there's procedural votes that... Vote, there's procedural processes that... That require democratic that votes. Democrats. Uh, they, so they the can, Democrats are holding things up. They can. They, they are. They are. Really, oh. but yeah. yet, who has the majority, and who is the one? Who's the Who's the Grim Reaper, that basically has all the power right now? Genius, Mitch McConnell. All right. So let's come back. Let's come back here for a second. I evil I, genius. Yes. As a person who is from New York State. And I have met President Trump twice. Uh, I've congratulated him on his show, uh, The Apprentice. Uh, it's so far behind me right now because all I can think about is Omarosa, um, who he was famous for firing people, letting them go, but he kept hiring the black woman who essentially did him in. And I don't think they had time to fire her because she was already writing her book and coming into the various chambers with her recording devices. But what I do want to know is as much as we don't like Omarosa because she has a habit of bullying, she has utilized his playbook. So let me come back for a second. So when we have a, a former ambassador uh, who is testifying in Congress and the chairman reports back, Adam Schiff reports back, that Trump is online castigating her. Online castigating her. When one is not guilty, one needs to say nothing. Uh, there's very little that you need to say. Uh, you don't need to intimidate. You don't need to, to be bold. You don't need to force anyone in the corner. You let it happen. Only afraid people def defend themselves to such a level. Wouldn't you agree? No, I, I listen, I, like I said just a few minutes ago, that I am not the, like, the best Trump apologist in the world, because I don't agree with everything he says. So what is your thought? I agree. My thought is that I, the, the, the tweet that I saw, because I only saw one of them, I was, I was busy on Friday. That's okay, there's so many of them, we can't keep up anyway. Yeah, there are, there's, a, there's way more than perhaps there should, but also at the same time, it's why he became president. So uh, the, the reality, I mean, he, one of the things he said was like, you serve at the at the pleasure of the president, doesn't he? Now, like any, all the all the ambassadors, every the State Department, every every person who works in the executive branch serves at the pleasure of the president. That is the that is the the the, the luxury that the executive. Tony, are, well, are we serving the president or are we well, serving well, the people? Well, to a certain extent, I serve the, the people. The, the ambassadors, the, uh, America is known for their ambassadors around the world being uh, simply uh, various and sundry rich individuals that simply buy the position. Exactly. They are not career diplomats. They are not, for the most part. 
unless it's a sensitive position, in which case or they a will country nobody wants to. Be. Well, <laughs> well, in, in they will they will send a career diplomat somewhere that the rich boys don't want to go to, um, and uh, the Ukraine or where there's a real situation. And she was sent because she's um, very qualified. She was sent to the Ukraine, and she was maintained there until uh, she, the moral issue of prid quo, quid pro quo, holding up aid to Ukraine uh, for, um, obviously, a corrupt idea of investigating a political rival. That is unacceptable. Was he considered I mean, a rival at that time? He, right, yes, right now. He's, he is considered a leading member of the Democratic Party. Of, certainly the commercial interests want him because he's trump light. I mean, you have Trump and you have, you know, mm. it's like you have cream and then you have milk. He's Trump, he's like trump light. He's, <laughs> he's in the corporate pocket. He's... Uh, and this is Joe Biden you're referring yeah, to. Yeah, Biden yes. is... Biden is uh, Bad news all okay. the way around. Okay, but in, in so many ways, it's I, I want to move for a second because we're when we talk about Joe Biden and we talk about Hunter Biden. But we I didn't th talk about Hunter. Okay. We were just talking about. No, Joe. I said yeah. when we talk about yeah. Joe Biden and when we talk about Hunter Biden, a name that comes up quite frequently is Rudy Giuliani, America's mayor. Uh, and ticking time bomb. Whoa. Okay, okay, Ms. Martinez, please fill us in. You, I'm sorry. I'm, I, don't I, be sorry. Don't be sorry. I grew up in the Giuliani era of New York. I grew up in it. I was a kid. I everything. So but, you were exposed to Giuliani back in the day when he was a prosecutor. Yes, and I and also remember. And the clean, broken windows, the squeegee men, and all that stuff. I remember stuff. all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. I also remember how he dignified Times Square. I also remember. I also remember the fact that every week, you know, there were always police officers up and down my block, you know, searching and frisking. The now, kids. what neighborhood was that in Brooklyn? East Flatbush. Right. East, so East Flatbush is primarily a neighborhood of uh, African black, descent. Right. Okay. So, like, I remember that and I also remember that you know but he was also such a like he was just a horrible human being like, well, what makes him horrible well first of all you don't you don't divorce your wife via press conference and you don't tell her about it you don't you know you, you just don't do that you have to be some sort of decorum and also let's be honest with you 9-11 was his great his saving grace by the time he was you know by the eighth year by the sec end of the second term he, the whole city just turned on him. They were tired of him. They were exhausted. 9-11 hit, and that was his statement. Well, and and where was he in 9-11? He was hiding in the basement of a building. Well, you know. You know, <laughs> he, was, he was nowhere to be seen until after the dust settled. Right, and then yeah. he came out on your TV every 10 minutes to tell yeah. it with, in front of that weird, silly clock telling you, like, we need body bags, and oh this is what's goodness. happening. He basically... When it turns out that Bush and Cheney disappeared for a while, he became that authority. I'm, I'm going to jump here for a second. Luke, I'm going to go back to you. Uh, the fact that we talk about Rudy Giuliani, the irony is, is that he was known for cleaning up New York City during a period of mob rule. Uh, the police department, which some, pe some people of African descent look at the police department as a mob, Kirk and Joni may or may not agree. Uh, there are times when Rudy Giuliani was considered uh, the prosecutor that was going against Wall Street. How times have changed. So I'm going to mention a name that you all may not be familiar with. His name is Roy Cohn, 
H N. Yeah. He was known to uh, be Jewish. He was also known to be hardcore. Lie, lie, lie. Never admit when you are wrong. Bully, 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 and don't let anyone get away with anything. You just keep pushing, pushing, pushing till you get what you want. And Trump has played by this playbook. So, Luke, when I mention the name Ruli Giuliani, now I know you don't live in New York City, but what is your thought that comes to mind with Rudy Giuliani? I forgot about him, actually, until until you know three weeks ago when he or however long it was ago that we learned about the Ukraine stuff. I mean, like, I mean, I he was a he was an early uh, Trump apologist, right? He was he was. Uh, I mean, but he ran himself. What he ran in. Uh, 2012, right? If I recall, uh, as as a candidate himself, and he didn't do well then. Laughable, but. laughable mm -hmm. that he would even expect to be. He's just he's, it, it, as as the host of this show, I am not known for diplomacy. I'm known for being very very direct and um, sometimes being politically incorrect. But Rudy Giuliani is someone that amazingly has the ability to piss off so many people. But you were saying, Luke, please continue. No, I just don't like I he he's he seems rather insignificant to me and and you know, Trump uses him, I guess, as really? like his Really, but yeah, he gets he keeps getting tied back into all these investigations. He's the focal point of three ongoing investigations into this whole situation right now. And he's being investigated by an office that he used to run. Run. Isn't that right. funny? Doesn't surprise me at all. You were the top dog. No. You were the top dog, and now they're investigating you. Right, but I also know. I mean, like, listen, How I, I, I. The fall. No, I. If 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 Giuliana, if Giuliani, Giuliani, Giuliani did. Maybe he's uh, a woman in your mind. Uh, he, he does do drag. <laughs> oh, oh no! Come horrible on. drag. I and know it was just, horrible. It's just appalling. And, and it's at, offensive. Offensive and and at. Um, at, at events that, you know, just simply, I mean, there's, I mean, it calls so much into question. It's like, what is going on here? Why would you ever? There's this weird clip. If you find it online where Giuliani's in full-blown track. Why are you looking with, for the clip? I didn't look for it. It showed up on my feed. So, like, and it's Donald Trump, and Donald Trump basically motorboats Giuliani. Okay, I just want to... And here's the interesting thing, you know, um, yeah, I know. as a person who goes to a different church sexually, you know, I thought that Donald Trump, when I was growing up, uh, in my early years in New York as a club, club kid, I always thought he was quite attractive. And I'm sort of amazed at how the... Uh, uh, of how he looks now. He's sort of not taking care of himself and and you know when you think about those <laughs> it's the mcdonald's look yes I know. but you know this when is you, what mcdonald's and kfc looks like but yeah. you know and, and and i'm mentioning that because there so are mobsters that we used to have sort of in howard beach or uh down on um down in uh, little italy when we when we think of the mobsters and some of them would have the track suits and some of them would have the big bellies or the leather coat with the loafers. Yes, there's a certain <laughs> there's a certain finesse that they have, and Donald Trump just yeah, but there's, there's a difference a in what you're dope. wearing and the reason you're wearing it. Okay, he uh, like, he tried to be the D's Dens and those, but all right. yeah. So yeah. what I'm getting at what I'm yeah. getting at is that Donald Trump seems to be employing mob tactics. There are threats. 
there's defamation, there's coercion, there is refusal to testify. Anyone that testifies gets a barrage of insults via Twitter. So do we see Donald Trump as, as sort of like this mobster or bully in the pulpit? I've always seen that. Like, that's what I've always... Like, Absolutely. I've seen it, like, not in person, but the, just the way. It's like classic mobster. Classic mobster. Like, oh, in my day, you know, if somebody snitched, they would get it. You know, like Now, that. now, now yeah. in the black community, or at least in the urban black community, folks, let me clarify. We will say uh, snitches, snitches get, get stitches. stitches. In other words, the whole idea of someone That's being a snitch is that if, 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 if five of you committed a crime together, no one's supposed to speak to law enforcement. But the one person that would speak to law enforcement in order to get a lighter deal would be considered a snitch. Right. Uh, interestingly enough, in today's day and age, if you simply call the police because someone's breaking into a neighbor's house, you're still called a snitch, which goes against everything the word snitching is supposed to mean. But Donald Trump is actually using snitch-like tactics. Didn't he say, like, during the 2016 campaign, hey, Russia, just saying, you know, there's some emails that are missing, you know. And then he was trying to tie it to a server in, in the Ukraine. The inter it's the Ukraine is is, is such a, a mixed bag anyway in so many ways um, because most of the colonial powers in Europe gave back all of their property the Russians have given nothing back that they ever took nothing has ever what was the Russian Empire is still the Russian Empire the only thing that they're contesting now is the Ukraine the Krim was taken in 1760. Uh, and it was taken from the Tartars, and it was taken so the Russians would have a naval sta station to attack the Turks. And it's, that mentality is there. Mm. The Russians have never changed that mentality. doesn't matter if you're a Bolshevik or the Tsar. It's the same mentality. And he loves And it. the Trump administration and Trump real estate is entirely run by Ukrainians. So, Kirk, let me ask you this question. Um, Girl. I know, if, if because I if you could girl. if you could think of if you could think of a reason to justify impeachment give me two two yes well I would say emoluments clause straight away mm -hmm. all right and then um, I would say um, the um, interference with the process of justice obstruction obstruction of justice on at least 11 on 11 that Mueller had, and now with what's going on now, another six, seven, or eight okay. obstruction of justice. And I'm gonna move over to, I'm gonna move over to Ms. Martinez. Um, are you for or against impeachment? Um, well, of course, you know, like I don't have, I want them to impeach him because I wanna know what he's done. Because that's what impeachment is. Somebody once said that impeachment is the cleansing of the office. And it's just a big reprimand. He's been running amok for like the past four years. He's been running amok saying this, that, and the third. And I did, think Did like, you say running amok or in the muck? I, mean, I wasn't clear. Either or. Okay. Take your pick. Go ahead. It doesn't matter. However, um, we have to figure out what he, like, I want to know what he did. I want to know like how far it goes. And I think he should finally be held accountable for his actions. I'm tired of him being a Teflon Don. I'm tired of every time 
something happens, a moral, like a moral, something bad Teflon happens. Teflon Don. Okay. Teflon. So we're yeah. going back to, we're going back to mobsters. Yeah. Uh, Luke, I'm not going to give you the same question because you're prepared for it. Um, yeah. What? <laughs> uh, she, you made a couple of points here and I have sort of have gotten thrown off, but I am going to say, um, as far as Donald Trump is concerned, would you vote him back in office again after everything that you know? Uh, yeah. I know, it's hard to imagine, right? Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Because um, I think that, so the, the government of a, the United States is more than just one person, right? And there's a lot of, there's a lot of people in the administration that I think are doing some really good stuff. Uh, I, the, the group of Americans that, that make me the, that my heart goes out to the most are working class men who have gotten a bum rough, rush. Working rough, class men, working but not class, working class women. No, I, I mean, working class women. I'm here. I know you and, are. And God knows the transgender community no, no. and those GBLTQs don't send me nice. hate mail, please. It must no. be nice to have that privilege. Okay. Okay. I mean, like, let me Are tell you, you, like, privilege? you know, the year that you know, the year that you, they, that that, that women outnumbered men in college was 1974, and it's only gone up from there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like most people who are killed on the workplace are men. Okay. Right. And most of the people that were put out of work mm -hmm. in the in the in in like like you you know the coal fields of West Virginia were men. Right. And they have families, and they have people that and and. It, they were they were just trying to get by and live in their communities, have a dog, have a house, do the things that they do. So yes. Trump is just your middle class male president. Even though he grew up with a yes, very privileged no, lifestyle it's, it is, in a glass is, tower does, in Manhattan. He, yes, he does not. And has never worked in Well, he didn't grow up there. He didn't grow up there. What he grew up was an affluent you, neighborhood in Queens. Queens. Of course, of course. Highly affluent. Right. None of, but none of our our elected officials going from from I mean what Reagan be. up until now have have been anything but rich growing up rich went to Ivy League schools nonetheless they're like the policies that are put in effect by people in the administration whether you're talking like within within the Department of Education Department of Interior Department of of the EPA, you, like you name it, like there's stuff that goes that has gone into that thing that has, like that has, that has rolled back some really disastrous regulation. Has like and and these people, when I when I listen to them, when I'm in when I'm in rural America, like they whether they see him as the the guy who lives in the penthouse on Fifth Ave or like. Yeah, they like they they know that that's where he comes from, but that's not why they voted for him. Well, I'm going to say this: uh, you make some interesting points. Um, I think the people in West Virginia are having some second thoughts, I and I can that. certainly think that the people in Michigan who are working for GM who are laid off—it was fifty thousand in one area and twenty thousand in another—they're having different thoughts. Um, we do have to give some credit where it's due. The economy is better than it was. After Bush, uh, Obama came in and had some cleaning up that needed to be done. Uh, 
Trump hasn't been in there in that in that that long, but he wants to take a lot of credit for where the economy is now without having given given any credit to the previous administration. So that's typical politics. Though it's always that way. Uh -huh. Whether you live, whether you you are the one who have to, gets the recession or the one that gets the boom, you 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 get the president okay. gets that. Yeah. So my, my 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 one of my last questions I will end with is is Mr. Luke Moon, do you think there are any conflicts of interest with this president and can you name at least one? Conflict of interest. Um and and we're less than a minute here so I know I'm I know I know throw I mean, a word out at me. Throw a word out. Um yeah, I I'm not a huge fan of of um, Ivanka and Jared running around as advisors. Beautiful, okay? beautiful. But, uh, awesome. You know, the point of this impeachment is, I'm telling you, he's gonna get, I'll mark it right now, he's gonna get impeached mm -hmm. by the House, mm -hmm. and go to the Senate, the Senate's gonna run it during primaries, uh, and uh, they'll lose. Awesome. So I'm gonna thank uh, you, Luke Moon, Kirk Adair, and Joni Martinez for, uh, your commentary today. Uh, tomorrow, we, and I'm glad that Luke mentioned nepotism, hiring your family members. Tomorrow, we will talk about primaries of 2020, modern nepotism in the government. I'm your host, Marky Devereaux. Thank you for tuning in to Verbal Assault Live Stream. <laughs>